agree with me, say aloud, Amen. The glory does not belong to any man or woman. It all belongs to our God. Amen. God bless you for being here this morning. Even though it's a little slippery outside, you made your way here. Because I believe you know the God of the sunny days is the same God of the snowy days. Hallelujah. Amen. So this year, the theme we are talking about is unleashed, God's people unleashed to change their world. Hallelujah. So I am going to piggy bank off that uh, this, uh, team. And my message this morning is themed unleashed to live or fulfill your dreams. Hallelujah. Unleashed to fulfill or live your dreams. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, I am unleashed to fulfill my dreams. Hallelujah. Amen. Because changing our world, changing our environment depends on how much we are changed. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. When you go into an environment like a chameleon and you blend into that environment, you can't change that environment. Hallelujah. Amen. So we need the tools to be able to change our environment. So all the sermons that will be coming, all the teachings that will be coming, will be teaching us as we go along the year how to build a skill set, how to build a, what they call a knowledge to be able to change our world. Hallelujah. And this morning, I just wanted us to focus our discussion on one guy who lived an exemplary life, and he did it through his dreams that God gave him. Hallelujah. So this year, 2024, we should not let our dreams or destinies die in the face of opposition or the troubles we face. The dreams and destinies, dreams and destinies are fulfilled or realized on the foundation of focus and conviction. Hallelujah. When you have a conviction about something, no one can discourage you or change your mind about the direction you choose to go. By staying unwavering in your beliefs, staying persistent, you can overcome the challenges that dare stop you from making your dreams a reality or marching towards your destiny. Hallelujah. Amen? So, the word unleashed, sometimes it becomes a cliche. And we really don't, we, but I believe there is a deeper meaning if you look at it very carefully. Hallelujah. So now, when a pet or somebody or something is on a, a leash, they are not completely tied down. They are not completely, their movement is not completely restricted. Hallelujah. But they don't have the freedom to move as freely either. Hallelujah. So when you're on a leash, depending on the length of that leash, you are able to move a certain distance and you are able to move freely within those parameters. Hallelujah. But now, being unleashed, 
eliminates those barriers and parameters that you can operate in. Hallelujah. Amen? But now, most of us, and that's where we need to change our mindset, cannot tell the difference between being still on a leash or being completely free. Hallelujah. So this year, I just want you to realize that, okay, the limits you've gone to the past few years, if you are completely unleashed, then you should be able to go past those limits. Amen? Are you here this morning? The limitations you had the last year or the year before, if you are freely or if you are unleashed, then you should be able to exceed those limitations. And that's why Jesus once said, when the Son set you free, you shall be free indeed. Hallelujah. Not in theory, not in writing only, but indeed. Hallelujah. And that freedom is what that, that becomes the catalyst in you changing your environment. Are you with me this morning? Being free from the leash becomes the catalyst of you being able to change your environment. Now, if you go to work or if you're in an environment where when everybody sits around the water cooler or in a break room, we are all complaining about our pay or we are all complaining about something and you are part of that complaint, how do you change your environment? Hallelujah. So that means something has to be exceptional about you in order for you to be able to change that environment. Or for somebody to approach and say, what is your secret? Hallelujah. There has to be something exceptional about you. Amen? So, the last few years, if there are any dreams, any goals that you completely got tired of dreaming and just left them somewhere to die, I encourage you this morning to pick up those dreams, dust them off, whether it's a business, whether it's a school you want to attend, dust them off and realize that you are unleashed and you are able to exceed where you stopped the last time. Hallelujah. Amen? You are completely unleashed, so you are able to exceed where you were stopped the last time. Amen? Amen. So, there is a difference between dreams and aspirations. Now, dreams rise from the mind of God and are given to you as a believer. Hallelujah. Now, the end results of dreams being fulfilled in your life are not only limited to just your life, but the dreams, of, the dreams that God placed in your life that becomes fulfilled affects many lives and generations. And that's the reason why we are going to look at the life of Joseph this morning. Hallelujah. Dreams come from God. And they are different. Sometimes we tend to confuse having aspirations versus dreams. Hallelujah. But as a believer, you get dreams because they are things that arise from God and God has given them to you. Hallelujah. Now, if you nature your dreams, if you pursue your dreams, if you follow your dreams in God, the end result does not die with you. Amen? When you are gone, years ago, people will still be talking about you and what you did. Hallelujah. And a good example of a dreamer would be Dr. Martin Luther King. He had a dream. Hallelujah. 
and after he's been assassinated years ago, gone, we are still talking about that dream today. Hallelujah. Because dreams are something that are bigger than you. Hallelujah. Dreams tend to be larger than the individual person. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, aspirations, on the other hand, arises from you, from yourself, your consciousness, and its ultimate results when they are realized are centered around you and what you want to prove to yourself, your friends, your society. Hallelujah. And aspiration at times are easy to achieve, but as we know, the results are always self-serving and are short-lived. Hallelujah. But dreams, on the other hand, transcends generations. Amen. When we receive a dream from God, from the moment we had that dream and conviction until it comes to fruition can be very long and difficult. There will be some detours along the way and at times when you will find yourself descending into pits where you think those dreams will never be realized. Hallelujah. But because during all that process, God is preparing you for something bigger than yourself. And the life of Joseph will be on our example this morning. Genesis chapter 37, the verse 5 to 30. Hallelujah. Genesis chapter 37. Amen. Five. It said Joseph had a dream. And when he told it to his brothers, they hated him. All the more. Hallelujah. Amen. Sometimes when God gives you that dream, don't think everybody is going to be happy for you. Hallelujah. Now, Joseph did not tell this dream to some strangers or some people uh, he think would take offense to the dreams he had. But he told this dream to his own brothers. Let's go to the, verse, uh, the, the next verse. He said to them, listen, to this dream I had. The next. We were binding sh uh, sheaves of grain out in the field when suddenly my sheep rose and stood up upright. When your sheaves gathered around mine and bowed down to it. Next verse. His brother said to him, do you intend to reign over us? Will you actually rule us? You know, at times, the dreams God gave us, the ideas God gave us, has a deeper meaning than what people will interpret it to be. Hallelujah. So, they only saw in this dream the understanding that, okay, this guy is saying he's going to be the boss of us someday. Hallelujah. And that's how limited they interpreted his dreams. Hallelujah. That's, so at times, your spouse, your own spouse, will, will misunderstand the dreams God gave you. Hallelujah. Your own family members, will pro, you probably make an enemy out of them because of the dreams God gave you. Hallelujah. Beloved, but when God gives you a dream, when God plays a dream in your spirit, Embrace it, hallelujah. But again, be wise as to who you tell your dreams to. Hallelujah. Be wise as to who you tell your dreams to. Because 
that's where the frustration and the obstacles will begin. Hallelujah. Now, Joseph's obstacles and frustrations didn't begin from some strangers and some people he didn't know. They began from the home. Hallelujah. They began from the home. Amen? Now, I am not saying if things are not going very well with you, some grandmother in a village that's doing it. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying family members are just completely undermining. That's what I want to You know, at times, spiritual things are bigger than what an individual, be it a family member or a close friend or relative, can understand. Amen. And in Joseph's case, this is, they just interpreted his dream and what his ego, they, they, all they can see is his ego in all, all of it. Hallelujah. And that's why we need wisdom to know who to tell our dreams to. Amen. Because at times when God placed dreams in your heart, people will, the comments that will come after what you say will be very discouraging. Some will say, oh, well, these ideas you are saying will not work. Some will say, well, you know, what you are saying is good, but you are too young. Hallelujah. Some will say, well, you know, what you said is good. It sounds good, but you are too old. Hallelujah. Some will say, well, this is going to cost so much money. Amen. However, if you have the conviction in God, if you have the conviction in what God has given you or what God is preparing you to do, none of those comments will change your course. Amen. Hallelujah. The obstacles that will come along. So Joseph, his first dream, he told them, they, it, didn't, it didn't sound very, it didn't fall on good ears. But because he was so convinced, because he's so convicted that this is the direction God is sending him. God has appointed him to be somebody someday. When the second dream came, he told them again, hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. When the second dream came, he told them, Amen. So Joseph's brothers were first, according to scripture, they were first jealous of him. But he kept dreaming big. So they started hating him. Hallelujah. But all that did not slow him down. Hallelujah. So the next step is they plotted to get rid of him. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's go to the next verse, please. So this where he had another dream. And he told them. And that still didn't sit well. So when you follow Joseph's life, when you see how Joseph was dreaming big, and everybody on the sidelines think this guy is just too arrogant. This boy is just so disrespectful. Now, in some settings or in some environment, he would have given up his dreams completely. Hallelujah. He would have stopped dreaming. He would have stopped telling them about his dreams. Hallelujah. And just go with the flow. Amen. So this morning... If there are any big dreams God has placed in your heart, if there are any big ideas God has placed in your heart, either to help this church, either to better your own life and what do you call it, uh, let it spill into other lives, embrace it. Amen. Don't let it go. Hallelujah. And I, I'm here to 
encourage you that it's not going to be easy. Amen? It's not going to be easy. There are, another example was Moses. From his birth, he was, what do you call it, set aside to become a leader someday. Hallelujah. So you see the winding, the meandering way he took to become a child in Pharaoh's house. But he did not give up his dream of the leader who is going to walk the children of Israel out of Egypt. Hallelujah. Now, he could have given up that dream and said, you know what? Things are comfortable here. Let me just shut up and just go with the flow. Hallelujah. Amen. But Moses, when the time came, he rose to the occasion to defend a Hebrew. Hallelujah. Even though he has a comfortable life. So at times, this morning, I just want you to know, if you have a comfortable life, that you can just live and not bother with other people's problems and not do anything to affect anybody's life. We are looking at these two lives, these two examples. Don't give up on the dream God has given you. Amen. And this year, 2024, you have been unleashed to pursue, realize your dreams, and live them. If you agree, say a big amen. Amen? amen? So, during the, what do you call it, uh, the back and forth, when your dreams, when you start a dream, just remember that the God who started that journey with you is always going to finish the journey with you. Amen? So, Joseph's brothers decided they want to get rid of him. So they got hold of him, as we all know the scripture. They said he has a very beautiful coat that he wears. Hallelujah. Over his clothes. They took it off of him and put him in a pit. Hallelujah. And when they put him in a pit, our today cliche that says when God shuts one door, another door is open, doesn't apply there. Hallelujah. Because he is in a pit. There are no hallways. Hallelujah. At times, you are going to find yourself in a pit. Amen. Just in the process of following your dreams, you are going to find yourself in a pit. Where there are no windows, there are no hallways. And it's just you and your God. Hallelujah. But that's where you remember. That's where you lean on scripture. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you. And not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Hallelujah. So this morning, if any circumstance you find yourself in is so dire, if you find yourself in a very tight position, when you, if you find yourself in a pit today where there are no windows, there are no hallways, just know, lean on the scripture. God says, I know the thoughts I have for you. Thoughts to give you hope. Hallelujah. Amen. So don't give up. When you find yourself in a pit, that is when, that's not when you give up. That's when you lean on God. Hallelujah. Are you here with me this morning? So Joseph leaned on God at that moment where he was in a windowless pit, where there's no way out. I know some of us most of us or some of us have found ourselves in situations where we think there will be no way out. Hallelujah. But when you find yourself in that pit, 
No. Scripture says, for I know the thoughts I have for you. Amen. Amen? Because I believe Joseph finding himself in that dark pit with no way out could have easily discouraged him and make him forget about his dreams and who God told him he is going to be. But he held on his conviction all the way, even when he found himself in slavery in Potiphar's house. Hallelujah. He did not give up. So when he was in Potiphar's house, there was another test of his conviction and his dream. Hallelujah. Amen? So, you find this guy just keep having big dreams. He has big ideas. He doesn't know how they are going to come to fruition, but he's holding on to them. Hallelujah. He's not giving up on them. To the point where he lost, this, you know, when he lost his coat. You know, at times you are going to lose your self-dignity just by pursuing your dreams. His, his brothers took off his coat. You are going to lose your self-dignity because of your conviction and the God you trust in. But hold on. Hallelujah. Because Joseph held on. Amen. And that wasn't the first, that wasn't the only time he lost his coat. During an encounter in his master's house, in Pharaoh's house, he, uh, in Potiphar's house, he lost a second one. Hallelujah. So today, if because of your conviction, some people, family members shun you, because of what you believe in, you know, you are not a favorite, just hold on to your conviction. Amen. Hallelujah. So this year, you are unleashed, completely free to hold on to that conviction. I'm not going to speak very long. We are going to pray very soon. Hallelujah. So one day, Genesis, let's read Genesis chapter 39, the verse 11 to 12. Genesis 39, the verse 11 to 12. So one day he went into the house to attend to his duties. And none of the household servants was inside. Next verse. So, this, so she is referring to Potiphar's wife, his master's wife. Caught him by his cloak and said, come to bed with me. But he left his cloak in her hands and ran out of the house. Hallelujah. Sometimes for the sake of your conviction, you are going to run just leaving things behind. Hallelujah. But that does not signify or that does not symbolize the end of your dreams or your conviction. Hallelujah. So, now this encounter ended uh, in him a quick uh, prison time. Hallelujah. So, Joseph lost another cloak, this time to his master's wife, first one to his brothers, this one to his master's wife, still close to home. Our journey to realizing our full potentials and what God has in store for us is not always going to be a straightforward and easy road. Hallelujah. The opposition will be stiff at times. The criticisms are going to cut deep, but hold steadfastly on the promises of God and the word of God. Hallelujah. So, these men wind up in prison because 
of the encounter with his master's wife. He lost another cloak. He went up to prison. Now, logically, most of us would have stayed very far away from dreams and interpreting dreams. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Most of us would say, you know what, dreams have nothing to do with dreams, nor interpreting dreams. Hallelujah. But Joseph was still in prison interpreting dreams. <laughs> Amen. So, now, this is a man who is literally unleashed. Amen. He has no limitations. Nothing is obstructing him. Nothing is, there are no barriers. Nothing is stopping him from pursuing his dreams. Hallelujah. This morning, let's, it's my prayer that we have the spirit of Joseph. Where we can pursue our dreams. God-given dreams, that we can pursue our conviction without anything stopping us. Hallelujah. So this year, if it is something you decided you wanted to do in this house, don't let anything stop you. Do it. Hallelujah. If it's a business you decide to start, uh, you begin, do it. Don't let anything stop you. If it is a course you want to take at school, listen, don't look at your age, don't look at the course, Follow your dreams and stand on the word of God. Hallelujah. Amen. It's not going to be easy. I'm not saying it's going to be handed to you on a silver platter. Joseph becoming a prime minister in Egypt started from him being sold. First, no, first get, getting dumped in a, a pit. Hallelujah. Two, getting sold into slavery. Three, found himself in prison. This didn't come on a nice highway. Hallelujah. He found himself in prison. Now, most of us would have thought, ah, this guy, he's a tough guy. He's, he took it all in stride. But when you look at the scriptures, that wasn't it. Hallelujah. So when Joseph was in the prison, Genesis chapter 39, the 20, verse 22, this what happened when he was in prison. So the warden put Joseph in charge of all those held in the prison and he was made responsible for all that was done there. Hallelujah. So now, Joseph, let's not forget, he's also a prisoner. So this is literally changing your world, changing your environment because you are unleashed. Hallelujah. People of God changing their world. So Joseph was a prisoner just like everybody else. But he didn't just go into prison after everything he went through, ball into a corner somewhere and say, listen, I just want to live as long as it takes to get out of here. Hallelujah. He was still following his conviction. He was living an exemplary life. He was living, living an exceptional life in prison that he was put in charge. So this morning, wherever you find yourself, don't just give up. Live your God-given exemplary life. Live an exceptional life. Amen? Because this guy found himself in prison with everybody else. Just like he was just another prisoner. But because he held on to his convictions, he lived his life differently. He did his things differently. That he stood out. And the warden said, you know, I'm going to put you in charge, the rest of the prisoners. Amen? This morning, wherever you find yourself, May the grace of God 
make your life exemplary. Hallelujah. May the grace of God make your life an exceptional life that somebody can look up to and say, this is what I want to be. This is who I want to be. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So Joseph found himself in prison and he's still holding on to his dreams. He's still holding on to who he is. You know, he didn't change who he is because of the circumstances. Hallelujah. Most of us, the circumstances changes. Hallelujah. We find ourselves in the circumstances. You go to Rome, you do what the Romans do. Hallelujah. But Joseph did not go to Rome and did what the Romans were doing. So his life was so exemplary that even from one, uh, what do you call it, point to prison, he was in charge. Hallelujah. Because he was convicted. Deep inside, he knows he's a leader. Hallelujah. And everywhere he goes, his leadership skill shows. Amen. He didn't just get up and say, you know what? This leadership thing that God is showing me is causing me too much trouble. I'm getting too much gossiping about me. I'm having too many people talk about me. I'm having people point fingers too much. You know what? Enough. Hallelujah. That wasn't his attitude. He was still convicted that he's a leader. God made him a leader and he's going to be a leader. Hallelujah. Even in prison. Amen? Now, most of us who, like I said, most of us who say, this guy is just a tough guy, you know. These are the biblical days. Uh, You know, he was very tough, so he just, you know, did what he has to do. But, no, Joseph was human just like the rest of us. Amen? He still maintained his dream of being a leader. So he became an actual leader in prison. He didn't give up the dream. This led to other prisoners confining in him. And when one had a dream, he told Joseph about it. Joseph explained the meaning of his dream to the other prisoner. Then another one, prisoner also came forward and said, well, I had a dream too. Hallelujah. So after interpreting all these dreams, Joseph told one of the people, listen, when Pharaoh reinstates you back to your position, don't forget, I'm in here. Hallelujah. Amen? Because what Joseph saw there was, listen, um, even though dreams have got me into so many <laughs> trouble, I'm, I still believe in dreams. I'm still holding on to my dream. And he interpreted a dream. And he knew during that interpretation of that dream to that servant, that would be his way out of prison. Hallelujah. Amen? So at times, being persistent in our convictions, being persistent in what we are doing, even though it might end us in trouble, is the same persistence that's going to get us out of trouble. Amen. So this morning, don't give up your dream. Tell your neighbor, don't give up your dream. Amen. Do not give up your dream. Amen. And right now, we want to be unleashed so we can follow our dreams unabated without anybody stopping us. Amen. Amen. The amen is weak. Amen. amen. So, you Genesis chapter 40, verse 15. Let's go to Genesis 40, the verse 15. So, this is Joseph speaking. When he 
told one of the disciples, the prisoners, when you go back to Pharaoh's house, don't forget about me. This is what he said. He said, I was forcibly carried off from the land of the Hebrews. And even here, I have done nothing to deserve being put in a dungeon. Hallelujah. So the guy was bitter. Hallelujah. He was bitter. He was bitter. He, I mean, he's feeling all these punches and lumps. But, you know, even though he was bitter deep inside, it didn't stop him from pursuing and focusing on where he wants to be. Amen. And so these are his own words. He said, listen, I haven't done anything. I was literally sold off. And even here, being, and he wasn't just barely in a prison. He was in a dungeon. Amen. He was in prison, in prison. Most of us, that would have broken our spirit. That would have completely broken our spirit. But, you know, even though he can feel the, he can feel the pain of everything he's going through, like he just told that prisoner, that, listen, I haven't done anything to even be here. It didn't take away his focus on a goal. Hallelujah. Amen? So this morning, I just want to encourage you that you are unleashed. You are freed to pursue your God-given dreams. And don't let anything stop you. Even though there are going to be obstacles along the way, there are going to be detours, be focused on your God-given dreams and the God who gave you the dream. Hallelujah. Amen? Because that's how Joseph was able to get to where he wanted to be. Hallelujah. He is human, so he was bitter deep inside. It bothered him, but he didn't let that consume him. He directed his focus on the dream and the God who gave him the dreams of greatness. He did not focus on the wrongs that people did him. He has not been, uh, he, he has, you know, he did not focus on the hateful accusations that uh, Potiphar's wife placed on him. He went through it all, but his focus was on God and his focus was on the dream that he had. Now, we all know the end of this story that his brothers who sold him into slavery because they don't want to bow to him, bow to him. Hallelujah. Are you here with me this morning? He was able to make it to see that dream come to realization. He saw he lived that dream because his brothers came and they bowed. Hallelujah. This morning, may, the, may God give her the spirit of Joseph. May God give her the spirit of perseverance. May God give her the spirit of focus so we can actually align ourselves with, the, with what Paul told the Hebrews. He said we should run our race, the race set before us, with perseverance. With our focus on Christ, the beginner and the finisher of our faith. Hallelujah. So 2024 is another year. I'm just encouraging you and preparing your mind this morning that you, the limitations you had in the years past, don't let those limitations be in your way this year. You are unleashed. 
you are going to focus. And this year, you are going to exceed the limitations we saw last year. And if you agree with me, say a big amen. amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So this morning, we are going to pray. We are going to pray that God will give her the spirit that makes you don't get deterred. The spirit that gives you the focus on the ultimate goal and not what is stopping you from getting to the goal. Hallelujah. We are going to pray that God will give us the zeal and the ability to just keep focus on his word and where we want to be. Hallelujah. And no matter what people say, no matter what the obstacles thrown your way, as long as you are focused on God's word and what God, the dreams God gave you, you are going to make it to where you need to be. Hallelujah. This morning, may God bless you. May God strengthen you. May he watch over his words to perform in your life. And may you live your dreams and change your world. Let's all be on our feet. We depend on you.